So here's the thing. During the month of July 2017, we are participating in the annual People's Choice Podcast Awards, and we're asking for our listeners to nominate the Bodybuilding.com podcast for an award. Here's the deal. Go to podcastawards.com between July 1st and 31st to nominate the show in categories like People's Choice, Health, and Sports and Recreation. The ceremony will happen on International Podcast Day, September 30th. And you can spread the word on social media by using the hashtag PCA17. All right, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Bodybuilding.com podcast. I'm Nick Coleus, an editor for Bodybuilding.com. Next to me here, we have Heather Eastman, also an editor for Bodybuilding.com, as well as a physique coach and judge. Yep. Um, and today we have a man getting ready for the stage for that competition. Uh, Pat Bracco, a.k.a. Possible Pat. Thanks yes, for coming. Sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me. He's got a video series up on our YouTube channel, currently 10 episodes deep. Hundreds of thousands of people have watched those. Also seen you on on what the Ellen Show, uh, Ellen, followed on Fox, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, the truth. Uh-huh. A few shows. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but, you know, not just because you're like some run-of-the-mill run fitness model. This, this man used to be 600-plus pounds, if you didn't know already. Uh, maybe Maybe more, I think you said. 605. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we've been, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we've been watching all, all of your episodes, everything we can find about you, and um, eager to, to have you here. Now, I don't want to spend a ton of time on your deep backstory because I want people to watch those videos. Um, but we got to go into it a little bit. Um, now, for people who don't know, you were a bodyguard for a long time, right? Yes, for mm-hmm. since I was 17. Since you're 17. And good so 10, 15 years. It's a job where yeah. being big's part of the job, right? Definitely. Definitely did, got paid to be big. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> so how, 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 did, how did that, I don't know, did, did that cement that in your, in your mind? Like, this is who I am. I'm a big guy. This is who I'll always be. Um, it definitely made me more comfortable with being big mm-hmm. and... and being on tour, I always felt like the bigger the better. Um, I was more intimidating. I right. felt like I can move more people. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, just being on the road, you know, right. sitting down 15 hours of the day and mm-hmm. eating at truck stops and going straight to hotels, eating there, then going to concerts, being backstage in a green room. A lot of time is yeah. spent eating and sitting. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so... Yeah, Years of that, <laughs> you know, it's funny. My last tour that I did, I, I never even realized it. I left at 500 pounds mm-hmm. and came back at 600. Wow. So I gained how, 100 pounds. How long was pounds, that tour? About a year and a half. Wow. So 100 pounds in a year and a half. And I didn't realize it until just recently. I was like, hold up. <laughs> I gained 100 pounds. Because it's funny because I tell people I lost 100 pounds in 90 days. Right. I was, how long did it take me to gain it? Uh-huh. A year and a half. Huh, but yeah, the di- that difference between 500 and 600 is shorter than people think. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, the, I was doing a, a live stream mm-hmm. and I was talking to a gentleman about being, because he was 600 pounds. I said, are you going to start now? And this is how it came up, me figuring out that I was only took a year to gain that weight. I was like, you're going to start now or are you going to wait? You know, next year you might be 700 mm-hmm. or 800. Who knows? Right, you know, so yeah, that's a that's that's an interesting perspective to bring to somebody. It's really interesting to think about you now talking to that guy all the time. That right? guy that I was, that guy that you were. Yeah, I, I've seen so on your Instagram. Relatable. <laughs> and sometimes like, I just, I know where they're at, and mm-hmm. it really it's really an emotional time for me mm-hmm. as well as them. But I, just hearing the pain in their voice, not knowing, mm-hmm. not knowing, you know, if if they're going to lose the weight, if they're going to even start. 
So right. I, and, I feel the struggle. And you had tried at various points, um, right? Or, see, look, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I think every overweight person tries to lose weight mm-hmm. maybe once a year. And it's just it just what is what it is. They just I personally would start and last a week, mm-hmm. and but I, I don't want to eat like this. I don't want to work out. Right. I don't want to do none of this these shit's things. Boring. And yeah. it's not that we that it's hard. It's just different. It's something that we've never done. We've never ate healthy. I mean, I spent ninety percent of my life eating the processed foods. You know, eating McDonald's, mm-hmm. drinking sodas, you know, as a kid, you know, th- that's where you wanted to go. And it just so happens I never transitioned to eating healthy. Mm-hmm. And as a bigger person, I ate a lot. So if something would happen, like I sprung my ankle and I spent a month not being able, being active, I would gain weight because my appetite wouldn't change. Mm-hmm. But hmm. so, so the time that it did take, though. What was different there, really, that, that made that switch turn? And this time it's like, all right, you're going in that direction. You're staying. You know what? One of the reasons a lot of people lose weight is because something emotional happened. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the last time be- before this time, not to backtrack, but the last time before this time, I lost weight because of a girl. Mm-hmm. I lost 90 pounds. And I was like, I'm going to do it. It wasn't the right reason because then you find someone else right. or you stop caring about that person and then you go right back to your old ways mm-hmm. or, you, or you get sad. And as overweight people, a lot of us eat with our emotions. Right. So that's what gives us comfort. But the last time my my pushing, you know, that pushed me over the edge was death. Mm-hmm. And I feared it. Mm-hmm. And I was told, you know, how much longer do you think you can go on at 600 pounds? High blood pressure, pre-diabetic, mm-hmm. high cholesterol, you know. My family, my dad died of a heart attack. My grandma died of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. So both sides of my family had diabetes and died of heart attacks. So it really just hit me like, right. I need to change right now. I I didn't want to die. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's what pushed me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everyone's going to be different. You know, someone may be pushed because someone else died. And I talked to a, a gentleman that he just lost his brother and he reached out to me. My brother was 400 pounds. I'm 500 pounds. He died. Mm-hmm. Help me. Mm-hmm. I, I want to make him proud. I want to I want to live longer. Mm-hmm. But and people just don't understand how what they're doing to themselves. Right. Sure. At five, six hundred. I mean, even at three hundred pounds, if you're supposed to weigh one hundred and sixty, still one hundred and fifty pounds overweight. Oh, absolutely. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's dangerous. It's it's just right. a dangerous thing, and we just never realize it. Mm-hmm. But you didn't. You didn't just. It, it's not like this pushed you directly onto the treadmill. What you, you did, which is kind of a, it's a brutal but really interesting approach. As you said, I'm hungry. I'm going to go walk to food. Yes. So the first step was after the doctor's office, mm-hmm. I emotionally ate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's funny because everyone thought it was right then that I changed. But it was like a week later after just like depressed, finding out all this yeah. bad news. And I stepped out the shower and it's the before picture I use. I, that was the moment that I said I was going to change. I looked at myself in the mirror, said I'm not going to be this guy. So I threw everything away. And I knew nothing about 
how to eat clean, nothing about working out, haven't done it in years. And I said, I just know I can't do this. I can't do what I'm continually doing every day that's holding me back or making me worse. So I threw everything out and I said, I'm just going to walk. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to walk to get every meal. That'll be my exercise. And Every meal. Every Three meal. times a day. Uh, that was the so, incredible part. Yeah. Every meal. Sometimes, if I was hungry, it would be four or five times. Uh-huh. I would try three times because at 600 pounds, <laughs> walking three miles back and forth is right. a little rough. So. Yeah, I mean, just put that in comparison for us. Like, you, you know, now you're preparing for the stage. You're doing these brutal leg workouts and everything. Just in terms of that voice in your head saying, all right, I want to quit. I want to quit. How, how comparable is it that, that walk to Walmart versus working out? So the walk to Walmart... I had a purpose. Mm-hmm. I want. I was hungry. I wanted to eat. The hard part about the walk was the first thing in the Walmart was McDonald's. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would walk right. in. That's your greeter. I'm like, do I get the egg whites or do I get the hundred chicken nuggets? Right. And I'm like, a oh, hundred chicken nuggets. Yeah, I used to eat a hundred chicken nuggets. Uh-huh. So it it's a lot different. Right. One was I was fa- faced with death, and now it's a bigger purpose. Mm-hmm. It's I feel like this is bigger than me. It's it's bigger than stepping on stage. It's actually helping people. Mm-hmm. And for the first time in life, I feel like I have a purpose. The first time I feel like what I'm doing is positive and I'm changing lives. And mm-hmm. to be honest, there's no better feeling in the world. Mm-hmm. So, so at what point in that journey did you really start to feel something different for the first time where you kind of like you maybe you were lighter or you had more energy, or you just, you know what, I think I, I think I might actually be on the way to being a new person. Um, it was like a gift and a curse. Uh-huh. I, I remember about 90 days into it, I wanted to figure out where I was at. So I found a doctor that did a body scan, and I went there, and I found out I was 100 pounds lighter, mm-hmm. and I looked exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I lost 100 pounds, I can do this. And I looked, I'm like... I don't look no different. Uh-huh. Like after this, imagine losing a hundred pounds and still being that overweight where you can't even tell the difference. Hmm. And you did, did you feel any different? Oh, I felt great. Okay. Like that hundred pounds, the walks were easier. Mm-hmm. I can get out of bed, you know, at 600 pounds. Like I, I used to have to roll out the bed and do something to, to stand up mm-hmm. and everything. My back started feeling better. My, my legs just, Everything felt better, more energy. Um, it was definitely a difference in in how I felt, but not in how I looked. Mm-hmm. And that's the gift and the curse. I felt great, but I, I wasn't seeing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it's funny because as time went on, I got more insecure. Like, I lost 200 pounds. I still don't look good. Mm-hmm. I lost 250 pounds. I'm still overweight. I lost 300 pounds. I'm still overweight. Mm -hmm. So I went through that for three years. And then once I finally lost the weight, I have loose skin. Mm -hmm. So it was just challenge after challenge, challenge after challenge after challenge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one thing I know about that is we can overcome them all. Mm -hmm. You just you just have to keep fighting. Sounds like you're learning a lot more skills there than just how to lose weight, though. Too like walking. Yeah, it's easy to think about those walks like, "Hey, I burned a bunch of calories. Hey, yeah. I did this," but you're learning crucial skills every step of the way about what dealing with boredom, saying no to stuff. You know what? It's 
losing weight was definitely challenging and it opens your mind mm-hmm. up because one thing I never wanted to f- take back steps. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to move forward. So one of my biggest things was sodas. Mm-hmm. And for the love of me, I used to drink at least 5,000 calories of sodas a day, at least. Mm-hmm. At, I mean, at 600 pounds, you got to eat almost 10,000 calories right. to stay that weight. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, first it was diet sodas. Then it was water. Then it was, you know, amino acids. So every every step of the way, it's improving. You may, you may not jump from, oh, this is my lifestyle, but just changing little things and mm-hmm. adapting and then going to the next step and the next step, people don't understand it's a process right you don't have to go extreme as i did no carbs for a year mm-hmm. it's a process sometimes you can change little things and see progress mm-hmm. and that's that's what i learned through the three uh, in my three and a half years is mm-hmm. i i was a little extreme right. <laughs> but there's other ways and yeah there's a place for that extremeness though too probably yeah. right just in helping you understand it definitely definitely mm-hmm. I, I definitely learned a lot through it mm-hmm. i had a question for you pat um I've been a personal trainer for 12 years, and you mentioned in one of your videos that you didn't want to see a personal trainer because that person would never understand what it was like to stand in your shoes. I'm put on the spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, a personal yeah. trainer. <laughs> so, Defending and, and, her industry. <laughs> and I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but it, it did really strike me as what can the fitness industry do better to reach someone who was in your position? Because that that is something that I think a lot of people struggle with. They don't even feel comfortable setting foot in a gym, let alone approaching a trainer. Right. So yeah. I, let me rephrase it. At, <laughs> during that time, I had it was a bad experience. A lot of times, people deal with one bad experience, and it just—if you go to a restaurant, you have the first time you're there, you have a bad experience. You're like, "This restaurant's horrible," mm-hmm. and you're probably never going to try it again. In all reality, might have just been a bad a bad cook. Somebody might have been having a bad day, whatever the case is. I l- later learned that, you know, not all personal trainers are bad, but not a well, lot of them. to be nice. <laughs> yeah. 90, I could say like 99% of the people that are personal trainers have been somewhat fit. Mm-hmm. Are, this is obviously the career that they've chosen. So sure, it's, it's, it's years mm-hmm. of, you know, being fit and knowing the way versus someone coming in. 200 pounds overweight and you're going I just felt I was walked through the workouts that I couldn't do mm-hmm. I was told to do things that I, I shouldn't have done mm-hmm. and I, I just felt like they didn't understand where I was coming from so I feel like more research mm-hmm. you know getting to to know people's bodies sure you know they were telling me to do like burpees i'm i'm 500 pounds <laughs> I, yeah no, i can't do burpees now right. <laughs> but well, it's it's as someone that big it doesn't take much mm-hmm. no not and, at all and that's that's what some people need to realize it doesn't take much and the fact that they're there is the hardest part mm-hmm. so maybe you don't go extreme as the guy who's been working out for a year mm-hmm. and like I said, everyone's not like that. It just so happened the guy that I met, he was like that. And he, to be honest, he, he's won shows. He's a bodybuilder. I've seen him since. Mm-hmm. And and it's just funny because I'm like, he, he knew what he was talking about. It just didn't apply to me at the time. Right. Because the stuff he was saying, I do now. Mm-hmm. 
I just wasn't ready for it. Right. I remember in one of your videos, you also were saying like, yeah, when you were in there the first time, you didn't know what you were doing, lifting weights, anything like that. But then you see in the in that same video, you know what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did get you from point A to point B? YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube was definitely a help then. And even like now it's funny because I still, the other day I'm like, I need to work on my upper chest. And I go right to bodybuilding.com and I'm looking at upper chest workouts. So people make these excuses. I can't figure it out. I don't know how to eat. Well, you can figure out how to get directions. You can figure out anything online. Mm -hmm. You can figure that out. Mm -hmm. And will it be a bunch of trial and error? Yes. Mm -hmm. Everything's not going to be right. But the information is out there. And we need to stop using that as an excuse. Absolutely. And, and and that's that's what I really, I didn't know what to eat. I used to Google healthy recipes on my way to the store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, or, the, just those words, healthy the, recipes. <laughs> healthy mm-hmm. recipes, uh, fat loss, diets, mm-hmm. and and that's how I ended up doing the no carbs because of the ketogenesis. And it worked for me. So that's what I would do every time I, what's a good recipe? What's a good stir fry? Mm-hmm. That's what I did. But then it's, then at some point, your goal changed, right, to I want to be a bodybuilder. Yeah. So, so yes, what, what, what did that represent that. to you? And what was that world to you before? What, you know, look, look at, looking at yourself now, if you pass yourself on the street now, the old you and the new you, like what, was, what was that world to that guy? Look at that guy thinking he's buff. Right. <laughs> look at his sleeves. Look at his sleeves. Uh, <laughs> no, to be honest, it's, it, it's all together. Mm-hmm. And you you do something long enough, just as if you eat bad food long enough. It's just what you love to do. You just like to do it. It's routine, you know. Sometimes I would wake up and not even realizing I just ate a whole box of cereal mm-hmm. and and a half a gallon of milk. Just not because it's just routine. And if you put yourself in around other people and you're doing the same thing day in and day out, you, you learn to love it. It becomes part of who you are and working out, eating clean Mm -hmm. and just the fitness industry in general just became part of who I am. And I feel like with my story and what I accomplished, bodybuilding wasn't part of the journey, but I feel like it'll make a good ending Mm -hmm. to to this chapter. Mm -hmm. So to, to go from 605 pounds to actually stepping on stage is morally more of a complete story for me mm-hmm. and not just I got fit. I want to take it all the way mm-hmm. to show people, not because I don't want to be a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I I can never honestly be a bodybuilder. Seven feet of loose skin, there's, as you know, your, your skin is everything. Mm-hmm. It has to be tight. And no matter... I had seven feet removed and it's still not tight. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm really just doing it to show people it can be done. And win or lose, regardless of what happens July 1st, I know I'm going to motivate some people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, and, so for in case people don't know, you do have a specific mm-hmm. show. Yes. It's like, it's all over every episode. It's all over every Instagram post. There's a day. Yeah, July 1st. Breaking for. Um, Four weeks out. How do you feel? You know what? Losing weight wasn't hard. Prep is hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a big difference between, you know, just eating to lose weight mm-hmm. 
Because you're not, you're not, you're never super dialed in when you're losing weight. Mm-hmm. This, to the ounce, to the gram, to the one almond, like you can't go an almond over. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and now in a week and a half, I'm cutting water. Oh, so wow. it's going to, it's mm-hmm. it's definitely a big difference. I I tell people I've never counted a calorie until now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never. I didn't even know what a macro was. Mm-hmm. I'm like, macro? I thought I was like, that's, <laughs> what is that? Can you I eat like, it? <laughs> you eaten better. Like, yeah. for a long time, that's enough, and, right? And, you mm-hmm. know what? And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I, I just ate better. And it it worked for me. Mm-hmm. But now it's a little, a little different with the nutrition, the workouts, mm-hmm. the yeah, cardio. The workouts look different in your video. I saw you with, with a coach training and, like, he's a big yoke dude, yes, right? Yes, my coach. And he's... Uh, Roast, roasting you like that's how different is the training once you set a goal like all right i'm gonna go to a real show i'm gonna try to win this thing. um it, to be honest i've always had the mindset i'm gonna give it all i got mm-hmm. i'm going to the gym with a purpose i'm gonna give it 110 mm-hmm. percent now what's hard is doing it on less fuel mm-hmm. <laughs> and in arizona when it's 100 degrees mm-hmm. or 110 out so it's and he doesn't allow me to quit. Sometimes when you're by yourself, people don't realize, you know, working out by yourself and being coached, mm-hmm. totally different. Mm-hmm. I can do the same exact workout and then be coached and do that workout, and it feels totally different. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. this is so much harder. What was I doing wrong? <laughs> and it might be an inch of where my elbows were right. or yeah. just my stance, anything. Just little tiny changes mm-hmm. that perfects the workout. And my coach, you can probably speak. To yeah, that. yeah. We, we just talked about that last week. That that's really what a trainer's job should be: is kind of helping you get the most out of your workout, not you know, pushing you to do something you're not capable of doing or getting you started on a program that's not right for you. So that's that's great that he's able yeah. to kind of give you that that little push in each workout. Now, um, knowing what you know now, having gone through this bodybuilding prep, to someone else who's doing a transformation who's maybe lost a hundred plus pounds and is thinking about it, what would you say to them? Do it. Do it? Do it. Mm-hmm. And, you I know, like it. Sometimes I feel like it builds builds confidence. Mm-hmm. And being able, I mean, the WBFF has took it to the next step where they have a division. It's built on transformations. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. So this, this show I'm doing is I'm going against everyone that's lost weight or whatever type of life transformation they went through. And... If I win this show eight weeks later, I'll do the championships, which will be in London. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I get to go to London. Mm-hmm. But, man, you you got to chase your dreams, regardless of what it is. And I tell people, losing weight it was one of my dreams. But it's opened up so many other doors. And not just... You know, with bodybuilding.com, not just with doing shows or being on TV, because that stuff isn't important to mm-hmm. me. Helping people and just seeing the the difference on how you treat yourself and how other people treat you mm-hmm. is worth it alone. So, mm-hmm. and a lot of times, you know, I had this this thing in the back of my head that people treated me bad because I was overweight. And it, it did happen. At 600 pounds, right. I get it. People stare. It's I'm a I'm huge. I'm huge now. So at 600 pounds, it's 
people stare, you know, you, you feel a lot of negativity, but 90% of it comes from yourself. Mm-hmm. And you can't expect people to to love you or treat you better if you're not treating yourself better. Mm-hmm. That's what I learned. You have to love you first. And if you love yourself, you're going to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but I mean, thinking of you as a bodyguard too, like that's a guy who kind of blends into the background, right? <laughs> it wasn't of... much blending. <laughs> <laughs> but like you're, you're, you're front and center now and, you know, you're dealing with heavy shit in every video it seems like did you were you prepared for that kind of intensity and that kind of emotion in your life i'm i'm still not prepared for mm-hmm. it it's it's shocking to for someone to come up to me and be like you're possible bad mm-hmm. can i take a picture i'm like why do you want to take a picture with me <laughs> like i'm not being the ass or anything i'm just mm-hmm. like me really i'm like okay <laughs> let's do it but yeah it's it, it's definitely definitely something different mm-hmm. for me to spend years of being around somebody that got all the attention and me to have never got any attention for mm-hmm. the right reasons and now I'm getting it, it's, it blows my mind. Mm-hmm. It blows my mind. How much, you know, you have three kids, right? Yes, three kids. How much do they observe this journey? Um, how much do they How much do they know and how are they invested so my son, in my, my son's younger, so mm-hmm. he doesn't, he, he he's seen it, but he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. My daughter's, they're like, Daddy's famous. Right. Mm-hmm. He's on Ellen. <laughs> they go crazy. They go to school, and it just—that's my. It's just a proud moment for me, mm-hmm. you know. To, you know what? And all this has. Not that I was a bad dad, but I feel like I'm a better dad now. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just a better person. My attitude, you know. A lot of stuff comes with being overweight. A lot of anger, a lot of depression, and I felt like I was putting that on my kids. Even I may not have been meaning to do it, but it was my life, and now I'm more, I'm happier. Mm-hmm. So they see that, they feel that, they feel that energy, mm-hmm. and that's one of the <laughs> the best feelings to. Right. To know you're doing something positive for your kids even and though, showing like, them the way. They hate coming. Mm-hmm. They hate hate it though. Yeah. <laughs> My son, for the first year and a half, didn't have sweets, oh. <laughs> and he tried them, and he's like, ah, he doesn't really like them. Mm-hmm. So he'll eat grilled chicken and rice, and it's beautiful to they, like. <laughs> yes, they only know what you give them, right? Exactly. Now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like, people mm-hmm. come over his grandma, and they'll like try to give him cake, and he'll throw it. Mm-hmm. I'm like. That's my son. <laughs> but, I mean, I think there's there's something really important in what you're saying there, which is a lot of people who are on the before end of things will look at what you're going through right now and say, like, God, that's a lot of time. That's a lot of, that's kind of a selfish undertaking. But, you know, you're you're seeing it pay back. Even though, like, this is, that time you spend in the gym is time you're not with your kids, right? Yeah. But this is still a positive thing in your life, investing that, you feel like. Definitely, definitely. And. You know, I'm gonna be here longer. Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I can honestly say I'm gonna live longer. And if it takes an hour a day to live longer, spend that hour and live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, who knows? I could have been dead already, and then we wouldn't be having this conversation. Who knows what, what would be going on with my kids? Mm-hmm. Would my family be struggling? You know, so it's worth it. it, it Every minute in the gym is worth it for me. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. No, I, th- no, there was kind of like a, a crisis of faith, it seemed like, in one of your recent episodes. Though episode 10 is just 20. There's no, there's no gym. There's no sh- cooking. It's just you talking to the camera. And it got pretty mm-hmm. real. And it was, it, was a, it was a different feeling in that one. It was like you, you, know, were, you were struggling, it seemed like. You know, that was, I didn't know we were recording. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, we were, kind of we, we recorded <laughs> and then we were done. And then he had, my videographer agent, he asked me a question. and Just one question? One question. And it led to a 30-minute video. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there was a couple other questions asked throughout it. But, I mean, I do struggle. I'm human, mm-hmm. and I want people to to, to know that you, it's going to be hard. Change is hard, no matter what it is. If you move to a new state, it's going to be hard at first. Mm-hmm. You don't know nobody. This is something you're not used to. You adapt, though. As humans, we're able to adapt and we're able to grow. Take advantage of that. Now, there was there was a news story we wanted to talk to you about recently. There was a woman who I don't know if you saw it. She went on stage in, a, in like a, just a local bodybuilding competition, right? Yeah, she was a bodybuilder. She lost mm-hmm. hundred hundred fifty pounds. Had, had the loose skin. Had and, the loose skin, but mm-hmm. she's up on stage. She's got the suit, the tan. She's posing. She's so proud of herself. And then the photographer didn't put her photos up on the website because he thought she'd be embarrassed because mm-hmm. she didn't look like every other competitor up there. But it kind of it kind of brought up this this question of you know like yeah there are people who they've been transforming and they aim for the stage versus that person who's like, I've been a personal trainer. I've been jacked my whole life. Like do mm-hmm. those, where do those, where, where, is there a common ground for those people? And why did, why should somebody go on stage if not in the transformation division, but why, why, why do that? I mean, you got to do what you want. Mm-hmm. If, if it's a goal that you have, and if that goal drove you to be a better you, you, you have to finish it. You mm-hmm. have to go all the way. So if you if you decide, you know what, I'm gonna lose 100 pounds, and I'm gonna step on stage, then you lose 100 pounds, and don't step on stage, mm-hmm. you're not finished. Let's do what we say we're gonna do. And I feel like that's, to be honest, I didn't want to get loose skin surgery, but I said I would. It was the most terrifying thing in my life. Mm-hmm. I I had one surgery, ever, <laughs> and I was like, okay, signing my life away. I'm going to be skinned alive, mm-hmm. which I was. I posted oh. the video. It's it's pretty harsh. Mm-hmm. Painful recovery. Yeah. Painful. Oh, 3,000 mm-hmm. stitches. Definitely a breaking yeah. point in my life. Mm-hmm. But I committed to it. And I feel like when we make commitments, we need to stick to them. Just, it just makes you feel like you accomplished something. And even if stepping on stage isn't your goal, if it is, do it. Be proud. To be honest, I have loose skin, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I regret cutting off the skin I had because I feel like it added to my story. It added to my mm-hmm. journey. It it made me it it gave me a, a different outlook on things. Right. Because it was three years of bam, bam, bam. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. No struggles. I'm. I mean, I struggled, but there was nothing to ever put me at a stop. Mm-hmm. And then I get this surgery, which I thought, you know what? I'm going to get this surgery. I'm going to be perfect. Um, I already had abs. I'm just going to look magnificent. Mm -hmm. And then I got it. Then I couldn't work out. And you think you've overcame something, and I didn't. Because the first thing I turned to was food. Mm -hmm. 
the first thing I turned to was food. I didn't want to talk to nobody. I didn't go, didn't do social media. You know, I just felt like I can't work out. I can't do nothing. I'm moving backwards. And the first week I was good on my diet. And then I started getting depressed. I can't do these things that I'm doing for the last three years. Mm -hmm. So then I started eating bad. And it's, it's funny. I seen a message one day just bored, just browsing through my Facebook. And someone telling me I saved their life. And why haven't you been posting? Why haven't you been doing anything? Mm -hmm. You know, we need you. And that's when I knew I got to stop this shit. I can't, I can't move backwards. Mm -hmm. I can't give up because I wasn't giving up on myself. It's easy just to give up on yourself. Right. Like giving up on thousands of people, you know, I get suicide letters mm -hmm. saying if it wasn't for you, I would have committed suicide. Like, how can I turn my back on that? Mm -hmm. So that's why I said, you know what? I don't care. I'm going all the way. Even if, if, even if people don't think I look good, mm -hmm. even if what I accomplished isn't amazing, I'm going to do it because for the people that do believe in me. Mm -hmm. So hearing your story where all of a sudden the tables had turned and now it was your followers oh, who were so hard. <laughs> pulling you. And they, they were the ones kind of pulling you out of that tailspin and they were the ones reaching out to you. And yeah. I thought that was the most amazing part of your story is that you could have, it could have been this huge backslide and it, and you turned it around and, and kept going. Yeah. And so I, I owe this show to them. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I really do. I really owe it to them because mm -hmm. I don't know what would happen if I didn't get out of that slump. Um, definitely a challenging moment. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm I'm thankful for my followers and all the people that support me. And it's it's more than I don't even like calling them followers. Mm -hmm. This it's like a, a relationship. Right. Yeah. Like I feel like even if I don't get to talk to someone, that we have a connection. And when I do get to talk to them, I feel like we know each other. Like, when I do my live calls, I feel like I know this person. And I tell them, like, why are you bullshitting? Mm -hmm. Like, like we're family. And they're like, I don't know, Pat. I'm sorry. You're like, I'm their the dad. Only, you're the <laughs> only person who can talk honestly to that person. Yeah. Maybe, you know? mm -hmm. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's just a beautiful thing, to be honest. But, you know, you've got another, another big um, point, a difficult point coming up, right, when you go on stage. And you've talked a lot in your early videos, especially about, like, I want to win. I want to go to Worlds. I want to do this. Um, what what if what if you don't win? I'm sure you thought about that. Um, yeah. Does that how does that change the story for you, or does it change it at this point? That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to I don't want to <laughs> throw that that doubt in there. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, if if I don't win, life goes on. Mm -hmm. Life mm -hmm. goes on. Um, I won't. I, I won't do another show. Well, at least in the transformation division. Um, probably won't just do another show, to be honest. Mm -hmm. It's it's not what I like. I love the workout. I love the clean. I love the challenge of prep. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's too much for the 80% of America that's overweight. Or 70%, whatever the number is. It's mm -hmm. too much. It's intimidating. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I'm doing a show to prove a point, but that point isn't for everyone. I don't, I don't want to lose the connection. 
And I feel like bodybuilding loses loses that connection because for some people it's unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Me at six hundred pounds, I would have never thought ever in a million years would I be stepping on stage or would I even be coming close to it. Even committing committing to doing a show mm-hmm. is something I would never even have thought of. So my mindset then is a lot of people's mindsets now. And I don't want to lose people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to show them it can be done if, if this is something you want to do. But then I want to go back to just helping people be better, helping mm-hmm. people lose weight, showing them it's possible. Sure. Yeah. You know, disconnecting with the people. And who knows? And I may not do bodybuilding, but there's going to be another journey. It, mm-hmm. it just may not be on stage, but I'm going to pick something and I'm going to commit to it. And I'm going to show people I can do this, too. Oh, I hope so. I haven't decided what it was yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe powerlifting. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. though, and and that's and that's what it's about. I'm I want to always have something to do. I I, I want to always grow. I always want to try new things and commit to things to show people I've never done this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to try because it's something I want to do and it's going to make me better. Just the process of going. Just the it. process yeah. of going through yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But hopefully I win. Right. Right. Of no. And I can call you up and say, <laughs> <laughs> Guess I won. <laughs> no, but to be honest, I, one of the main reasons I want to win, it's really not for me. Mm-hmm. I just want to show, like, doing the show will complete the story. Winning the show is just going to add the cherry on right. top. That's the movie. Then I get to go to London. Right. All right. Well, we will we'll be watching every step of the way, man. Um, thank, you. thank you for coming down. So so we can find you on YouTube, of course, on the bodybuilding.com channel. Yes. Yep. Then you have your own website with meal uh, meal plans. And meal plans. Uh, what else? Like, what else do you do? Uh, uh, approved foods list. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually in the next week or so gonna do losing weight 101. Well, oh, nice. it'll teach people. I don't want to. I don't want to be the guy that's about the money. Right. I have a career. But do, do I do I want to make money? Everyone wants to make money. Right. But I also want to give back because I know people can't afford it. Mm-hmm. I know there's people out there that won't invest. Even mm-hmm. if they have the money, they won't invest in change. So I want to offer a lot of stuff for free, which I have my approved foods list. But I want to take it up a next, another notch where it's going to tell you how to calculate your mm-hmm. your body weight. How to figure out how many calories, how much deficit you should be in, how much fat you should be doing, how many carbs you should be doing, mm-hmm. and just basically walking people through it. And all they have to do is pick the food off the off my macro list. And if they choose to go that route, thank you. You're changing your life. Mm-hmm. If they choose for me to put something together for them, thank you. Right. But there's going to be there's already a free option on there, but I want to make my free option. To where you look at the paid option, like, oh, I don't really need it because mm-hmm. it's not about the money. And I want people to understand that it's really about changing lives. Mm-hmm. And you're reaching a lot of people through free channels too: mm-hmm. Instagram, Snapchat. Oh, yes. Like Instagram, how, if somebody Snapchat. If somebody really wants, they, they want to reach you, what, how do they reach you through those? Um, everything's possible pet. <laughs> Instagram, possible pet. Facebook, possible pet. And to be honest, man, I, I get a lot of messages and people are like, I don't have I don't have money. Mm-hmm. I don't have I, I've written free meal plans. I've sat there, called a person up, 
worked with them for two two hours, told them what they need to do, send them work workouts, and it helps them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what it's about. That's truly what it's about, just helping people. Because I wish, you know, I had to help. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe when I was, before I, the first time I decided to lose weight, if there was someone out there making it easier for me mm-hmm. and someone I can relate to. And there's hundreds of us out there. <laughs> there's a lot of people that lost weight. Right. So let's team up and, and build this super team of transformations and I think help, so. help some people. Yeah. yeah. Great. Well, thanks for coming and talking. Thank, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Pat. Appreciate you. Hey, did you know Bodybuilding.com actually offers free shipping on most orders over $49. Seriously. Just look for the Be Elite badge across the site and on your favorite supplements. Thousands of top products from the biggest brands are included, like Optimum, Gym, Dimatize, Cellucor, and plenty more. If you haven't already, check out bodybuilding.com slash elite. That's all one word. Kind of looks like Elite for more details. Right now, you can get both Sprint's Unlimited plan and the new LG G8 ThinQ with Crystal Sound OLED included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and an 18-month lease, no trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash LG, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after $20 a month credit apply within two bills. Canceled early, remain balanced new unlimited basic after $630.20. Pay $32 per month per line with auto pay, debit, deep, 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 de